just gonna say I'm Alyssa Bell. And I'm Allison Kane. So this um this episode comes with a full warning. Oh my gosh. Came off a super emotional weekend and I've had an energy drink and it's only eleven. And I also had coffee as well, so it's dangerous. I mean it has been an interesting yeah, pre-game. Pre-game has been interesting. I love it. I love it. She keeps me on my toes, though. Right? Well, we were talking about the quote that ignorance is bliss because um, this weekend, my whole theme, if I could like go back and do a whole theme of the weekend, it would be like, ignorance is actually not bliss. Ignorance becomes aggressive. <laughs> yes. Facts. Yeah. Ignorant. Yes. That whoever came up with that has done everyone in the world a disservice by making that an actual thing. In fact, my daughter said that to me recently, a couple of weeks ago, maybe she was like, well, you know, ignorance is bliss. And I was like, until it's not because it eventually all comes out. <laughs> so, yeah. um, and if you're not a healthy person, it comes out aggressively. Yeah. Like in a heated conversation racing down the interstate. Nothing stays hidden forever. It comes back to haunt you and you do have to deal with it somehow head on. And it's either from, yeah, you either face it head on then or later, or you have to face the awful, you know, fallout from not dealing with it. The casualties like a broken marriage or a dysfunctional relationship with a child or other people or God or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. I found this incredible um, quote by Henry Miller. Okay. I'm going to read it to you. Everything we shut our eyes to, everything we run away from, everything we deny, denigrate or despise serves to defeat us in the end. Amen. What seems nasty, painful, evil can become a source of beauty, joy, and strength if faced with an open mind. I would change this quote to open heart, but you know. Girl, that is so good. I know, right? And it is so true. I can honestly say, so um, the, at the time of recording, the state fair is happening not too far from Allison's house and my kids love the state fair. But if you know anything about me, you know that the state fair is essentially full of triggers for Melissa. And so <laughs> I am going tomorrow with my kids. I have a friend that brings lots of joy to every situation that's going with us. And I'm going to make sure the kids focus on her because I'm going to deal with all my triggers. Because I'm realizing I'm holding my kids back so much because of all of the past trauma that I'm still working through. Right. But for years, I have just not gone by the state fairgrounds in October because <laughs> I didn't want to go. Ignorance is bliss. Exactly. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, you know, there's a reason why we stay in denial uh, and why we want to live in the ignorance zone. Right. And that's because it's it's scary to deal with it. Yes. A lot of times. It takes an excruciating amount of hard work. Like it is exhausting. Yes. Physically, to deal with emotionally, it. mentally. All Having just come out of like an eight month cycle of grief after losing my dad. Like it is I, there were days where I was just like so exhausted. I could barely do anything at the end of the day. And there were days where I was just like so angry. I'm like, this is so much work. It is exhausting. It is inconvenient. It is inefficient. 
and I don't like it. <laughs> I everything hate, that hate inefficiency. <laughs> and it's like, and I'm crying all the time, which is so inappropriate. And like, it is hard work and it's also painful. Yes, it is so painful. All of those things we are naturally from our flesh, like going to steer away from. Nobody's going to walk into the room like, you know, so it's super excited to face fear, hard work and pain. Until you do it and you realize that on the other side, there is beauty and growth yes. and acceptance and confidence and then you'll do it the next time, still tentatively, yes. but you know that the outcome is better than the fear that you had anticipated. And then the next time it gets a little easier, and the next time it gets a little easier. It's so true. And you realize that by dealing with it now, it's not stuck in your heart to be layer upon layer, piled upon pile of other things that happen. And we have so many great benefits. So it's so interesting that you just say that about being very deep. So um, last night I had the rare unicorn moment where I actually watched an episode of something. Um, so I watch about one hour of my preferred TV a month. And so last <laughs> night was the time. And I guess it was for this reason. Cause I'm like, why am I watching this? Um, and the guy was talking about war veterans oh. and he said, we have to bury our trauma so deep to be able to function in the world that it's hard to uncover it. Mm -hmm. And I thought if that does not express me and my trauma and how deeply it had been buried. And I mean, I think we're just at the top layer still. Mm -hmm. Um, that, that summed it up for me. It was like, oh, okay, because I had to bury it so deep. And I mean, it started at such a young age. There are decades of burial. Right. There's a lot of things to excavate. Yeah. Mm. Well, I love, and I hope you're willing to share. Whoops, I'm just throwing it out there. You <laughs> well, can say, no, nope, I'm going to share sorry. it now, I guess. <laughs> um, we had a great night of Lexio Divina the other night. And you came back from our quiet time session with this incredible image to share that God had given you. Well, yeah, it was really interesting. Is it okay if I share somebody else's image? Cause mine was such a contrast. I'm sure. not, okay. So this, this person was saying, Oh, and I saw freedom and it was warm and it was sunshine and it was bright. And you know, it pulled me out into the open and my word that I was really focusing on was also freedom. But for me, I remember seeing like in the imagery that I was like walking through with that word freedom, I saw a dark wood paneled hallway mm. with dark wooden doors all slammed shut. And what I had done was I had slapped Jesus stickers on the door. Okay, it just said Jesus on it, just stuck big white stickers on the door. And I walked out of the dark hallway into like this bright open room. And for me, that was a symbolism of my life before Jesus was that dark wooden panel hallway. And obviously the other room was like the bright, this is my life with Jesus. But what I had not done and what I have yet to do in most areas of my life is to go walk back into those rooms with Jesus and unpack those boxes. Mm. Because it's just been this um, 
broad, I keep saying broad stroke because I'm not sure what word I'm looking for. This broad stroke of like, well, you know, Jesus was in all of that. Jesus meant all of that for good. And now I'm here, but Jesus and I haven't picked through the rubble. Right. I haven't said, Jesus, this really hurt. This really sucked. What am I supposed to do with this? Like, go heal that broken little girl. That is so beautiful. I mean, I can't imagine anyone listening that can't relate to that in some way with something in their life. Um, I mean, I think we all have things. I mean, I just recently, you know, went through something that I had to go back and dig up from the past and like work through. And it's like, I knew it, but I didn't know it. And then, then there was no not knowing it. And it's like, it's like, can I put it back in the box? The mind is an interesting, (laughs) crazy, uh, corn maze, but, um, there is something so beautiful about that image of you being able to come back like you're in this light but you've got Jesus to walk into those rooms with right and you know sometimes we aren't ready to walk in the room as a child you probably weren't or as a uh, you know maybe an unbeliever or maybe you are a believer but you just didn't feel strong enough or have the you know the emotional support system or whatever it was um the community to feel a confidence and strength to walk in those back in those places with the Lord. But today's the day, ladies Mm. Um, and gentlemen, (laughs) if we have gentlemen out there, I mean, there are so many incredible benefits. And again, it isn't always fun and pretty. And in fact, it's usually not, but the fruit of it and the outcome is healthier relationships, not just with other people, but with God. Because when you go through the war with someone yes, and a hard time, when you, even a life's battle with a close friend, like um, you just become so much closer and that's the same with God. And trusting. Yes. Oh my God. There's the track record. Like, oh wait, she didn't run away when all that happened. In fact, she just sat by my side and she encouraged me. And so if you've never experienced that before, it's going to be hard for you to go back into the mess. Absolutely. Yes. The deep trust. I mean, in a rela- for any good relationship, you need that solid trust. And that's what you experience when you go back in with Jesus. Um, we also, our emotional intelligence grows. Like you said, we, like, this has been such a hard eight months, but thank this where my stubbornness really helps me because I was like, determined to get through this and get to the other side, to work, feel all the feels, to do, to cry all the tears, to do all the things and process everything so I could move forward in a healthier way. And we are happier people for it, which shines and, you know, just ripples through every aspect of our life when we're healthier and happier in heart and spirit and mind. That affects everyone strangers that we come in contact in the grocery store or on the highways. (laughs) We are nicer people when we don't have a crap ton of baggage in our hearts. Well, and I'm thinking about of empathy that you will suddenly have for people and even strangers, the the amount of empathy. I have a lot of empathy for strangers. Mm -hmm. I feel people's pain. I see the hurt in their eyes and I can feel where they're coming from because I've been there where someone who may not have been there before is like, Oh, well, look at that person. They should probably go get a job. Look at that person. They should, you know, and you know what, that is the case in some, in some cases that is the truth, but in other cases, these people 
have are in a war zone. That's right. You know, and so when you take the time to walk through that, you gain so much empathy for other people and understanding. In fact, last night I was doing the dishes and I was thinking about a situation and this situation goes back to my early thirties and this couple really hurt me. And, um, they've had some issues in their life since then. And they were just, I mean, they hurt me and they just spewed on me. Right. Mm. And I cut them out of my life. Fine. You know, nope, whatever, move on. I don't, I don't really care that much, but I would feel if I'm being honest, a little bit of joy when I saw that they were struggling. Right. Well, that's a good, honest statement. Right. I think it's very human, but we can all relate to that. Last night, I found myself feeling sorry for them, like just saying a little prayer for them mm-hmm. and thinking how lonely they must feel in that situation. And I was like, whoa, where did this come from? Oh, <laughs> Jesus. He's right? so tricky. Yeah. I mean, he really does change our hearts. And that's when you know, wow. I mean, you had that moment where it's like, whoa, that is not for me. Right. Absolutely. Nope. So <laughs> I must be doing something right with the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> He is working uh, on on these insides. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, taking that time to sit and pause, I think Lexio Divina, I think a small group, uh, counseling. Counseling, yep. Huge. All of those are incredible places and nooks to create in your life where the Lord and you are able to, where he kind of pulls those little things. He's not... He's so gracious. He is so gracious, y'all, because he's not going to dump the whole load in your front yard. No, I'd be on, I'd be like on my front yard still laying there. Yeah. You'd be like, Melissa, has anyone seen Melissa? She's been missing for, I don't know, five years. Yeah. You would have <laughs> been in a different state. You would have yeah. found a different house to live. Yeah. <laughs> like he is very gracious. And I, and I think like, don't, don't let any guilt come in that you haven't dealt with something in particular. There may be things that you don't even know that you need to deal with yet, but he will gradually reveal them and uncover. It's like those seashells that when a storm comes, mm-hmm. you know, he'll toss a, a new conch shell. Like they always get good conch shells on the, on the seashore, you know, after a good storm, but they've been sitting there forever. But it's through those storms that he pulls them up and puts them on the shore one by one. Yeah, it's interesting because um, I was thinking when I know that I'm supposed to deal with something, but I'm avoiding it, Mm -hmm. probably I pause in that situation more, like it comes up more frequently and I feel like a little catch in my heart and I want to cry. But then my immediate response is, I don't have time for that. I don't have time to process that. So I might, I don't know, do other people feel that or is that just kind of from where I come from? No, definitely. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you do. And when you're, when you're grieving and when you're processing, you do get to that point where the more you feel those little catches and you feel like you need to grieve and cry. And the more times that we recognize it and push it down, right. Every single time after that, it gets easier and easier to push it down. And then we just ignore it. And then it is down in the bottom. And so we miss that opportunity to grieve it and to acknowledge it and to work through it and to feel it. And that is where we get in trouble. Right. Because we don't take that time. It actually has a ripple effect in your life that you're not even aware of. You don't even know what you don't know because you buried that thing 15 years ago, 30 years ago, 10 years ago, whatever. But all your relationships are suffering because of it. 
Mm-hmm. So recently I was in a situation where um talking with a friend and they had some hard questions for a family member. Well, the family member could not answer those questions, had never answered those questions, hadn't dealt with their own stuff. And she said it was like watching something in real time as this person is suddenly seeing all the mess that they had buried, right? Wow. And there's no resolution. That person, the older person, could not process, had never processed, and maybe doesn't intend to process. And then my friend has to deal with the repercussions of that. Wow. And okay, so that is the perfect example of how nothing stays hidden forever and it comes back to haunt you. And so it sounds like in that situation, you've got someone who has pushed all these things down from their life, from their childhood, all their traumas, all their, you know, the negative things that people have said about them. They haven't handled any of that, any of their hurt and pain. And now it's affecting the relationship that he has with this. Is it a family member? Right. He has a family member. Yeah. Okay. With his own family and it's creating a division. And I think that's what we miss. What we There's so much more to our lives if we will take the time to step into the scary place, the Uh dark place, right? The one that's going to take all the hard work and it's going to be a little painful and it's going to be messy. And it goes back to this quote, it seems nasty and painful and evil. Those are such great words. Yeah. Because sometimes... It is something that's happened to us that we put ourselves in, and sometimes it wasn't. It's what someone else did to us. Right. Right? That we didn't ever have a choice. But that it can become, with God, I would add that too, that sort it could become beautiful and joyful and give us a strength that we never knew we had. And honestly, we didn't have until we faced it and went through it with God, with God. And there is a confidence that comes not only with God and that, but I will say that you gain a confidence and I'm, I'm just speaking personally, but I, I'm sure someone else out there could raise a hand to this, a confidence in yourself, mm-hmm. which is a beautiful feeling in this world these days. And it's like, I did that. I didn't give up. You know, and I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but like, it was really hard work. And now I can say, okay, I did the hard stuff. And it was worth it. And And I survived it. I did. And it was awful. And I don't want to, I need a break. (laughs) I don't want to have to do it again, really, anytime soon. But I do have more empathy, but I also have more confidence in myself, my abilities with the Lord, my trust in Him, and in moving forward. It it takes a little bit more fear out of the future as well. And I do love as adults that we, when we process these things that, you know, they say everything our children learned is caught, not taught. Mm -hmm. So they're watching us grow and they're watching how we deal with these things. You know, they're watching firsthand what's happening and then they're learning how they can, we're breaking a cycle. For the next generation. So true. I mean, I am all about breaking those yeah. unhealthy patterns in our, yes, in our gener- our generational, <laughs> you know, histories, because there are so many things that we just pick up and they become 
part almost of our DNA Mm -hmm. and we've got to go in there and we've got to surgically remove them sometimes is what it feels like. Yeah. Without anesthesia. Right. (laughs) That's how painful it can be sometimes. Exactly. Just think back in the good old days when you had to go to the dentist and they pulled your tooth, but they just knocked you over the head with the liquor bottle (laughs) to do it. Gave you a swig of bourbon. Um, yeah, it's not always easy and fun and pretty, and it definitely comes with a little bit of pain. So what's interesting as we're saying this is I realized that my friend, she learned all this um, by asking questions. And you, what's interesting is the questions were not these were heavy, those? deep questions. Mm. Okay. The questions were more like, oh, so tell me, what would your father say about you? Mm. And that opened up this can of worms, which A, showed her, wow, there's a lot that hasn't been dealt with here. But B, gave her an immediate empathy for how the relationship with this person had been because now she can see where it stemmed from. Oh. But it all came with questions and listening. I love that. And and that's such a great way to start. But it, it does, it breaks your heart for people who are just, you know, have lived their entire lives and just there's been, there've been so many casualties along the way, right? Because they didn't stop to work through the hard things. And it's never too late to work through the hard things, but the sooner the better. Absolutely. Sooner the better, but never have shame and guilt. There's, I mean, good gracious, like we said in our, in our one of our recent podcasts, we're never going to get it completely all together and just right this side of heaven. <laughs> right. But we can work towards that so that we are finding more of the beauty and the joy and the strength and the health, you know, healthy hearts, not like, you know, help, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Happy, healthy hearts and relationships, because that is the legacy that we want to leave. Yeah, I was talking to my daughter on the way here, and we were talking about the fair tomorrow. I'm taking my kids to the fair, like I said. And I was like, I am feeling so much anxiety, but I'm determined to go and try to find joy in it. She goes, you know you're going to be okay. And I was like, you're right. I'm going to be okay. So just hearing someone else say that, but also her seeing that I'm going to go face that. That is awesome. And that she's encouraging you. Yeah, I doubt she's going to want to be present for it. (laughs) (laughs) But she's encouraging you. (laughs) She's like, that's good. Good luck, son. (laughs) And maybe, so I, I think a challenge for this week before we leave you today is consider, spend some time with the Lord, talk to some friends, talk to your spouse, and, you know, ask him to gently reveal some of the things that you may still be harboring in your heart that you need to work through. You may already know, as soon as we started this conversation, Conversation. some of you already knew exactly what it was that you have been, you know, pushing right. aside and, and managing under ignorance is bliss. Um, Jesus sticker on it. And that's right. <laughs> you just put that Jesus sticker on it and moved on. So think about those things. And also, if you know someone that you truly care about, maybe it's sitting down and just asking them some really sweet, intentional questions. Mm-hmm that open their eyes to maybe where they need. Yes. Go. I wouldn't know those questions, but Allison probably has a few. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be surprised. Yeah. Melissa doesn't give herself enough credit. Um, hey, thanks for joining us this week on the center of the site.